5: Level 2. This is Sports Rage. I am game over. I see the pips, the players, the hustlers, and people, the bustler and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. We're far from done. Thanks to Kyle Hunter for kicking it uh, with us. we got big card Julio. Julio Rosario is going to step up and in. We've got Angelo Zara going to join us uh, as well. And, of course, we've got Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports. As I stated, we got a full house kicking it. Uh, Major League Baseball is back. Uh, the Atlanta Braves got the day started. We talked about the Braves last night and their their team total. I'm not the biggest team total guy, but I thought that was stupid. It was four 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 and a half. They end up scoring seven runs. Yankees shut down the uh, the Giants. They fight nothing, final score in the Bronx. So the Braves win 7-2. Yankees win a 5 at nothing. As far as the late-night uh, card is concerned, we had a real uh, pitcher's duel in Seattle, Dylan Cease. Listen, Dylan Cease a badass, all right? That's why I like the uh, the White Sox. I think the White Sox are going to win some baseball games uh, this year, but so are the Seattle Mariners. Dylan Cease, six and uh, a third, ten strikeouts, becomes the fourth pitcher in American League history with ten strikeouts and zero walks on opening day. Um... Big time performance from Dylan Cease to start the season. Uh, you know we'll wait until uh, everything is um, is all said and done, and we'll recap uh, the day as far as the as far as the overs and the unders are concerned. Through the first ten games, it was six overs, right? Yeah, everybody's expecting more overs, and I'll tell you what—you got to remember this is this is another thing that's beautiful about baseball, but also crazy about betting on baseball. Like, like, an NHL team is an NHL team. Like, the Vancouver Canucks play on Tuesday, and then they play on Thursday. They're the same damn team, right? It's the same team. It's like, well, it's the same guys, right? You know what I'm saying? Baseball's not the same guys. It's not the same guys. So, as I stated, think about it. Like, if you're the Washington Nationals, you put out your best pitcher today, and you lost 7-2. So, as far as totals are concerned, it isn't like um, like a week or anything like that. Like, every day is different. So, like, all, like, basically, every team's best pitcher pitched today. So, think about, like, Saturday and Sunday. You know what I'm saying? This is when you're going to start to already, already get into the bottom of the rotation, and there's going to be more runs, especially after batters get a couple of real ad bats uh, under their belt because, as I stated spring training is a big-ass joke and it doesn't really replicate what a real game uh, is going to do. Different sports, I bet overs, unders. If you guys will notice, I bet a lot of, like, I bet a lot of overs with basketball, right? College basketball overs, NBA overs. Football, I'm an over better as well. College football, I crush it, just betting overs. You just pick your spots. Hey, if you pick unders, fine. You pick your spots. Baseball, like hockey, I like betting unders. I don't like you'll notice, I don't give a lot of hockey overs. I have this week because I don't know. The numbers have been weird this week. I tell you, I'm not gonna say the odds makers are sloppy, but they must be if even if even I'm winning a bunch of money. <laughs> so I'm kidding, but. The oddsmakers have had a lot of weird, bad lines up recently. Like, just sort of like, really? That's a weird number. The late-night anger management class. This is Rage. I am Gabriel Maranci. Baseball is back. Level 2 has arrived. Let's do this thing. We got a full house on the program. A lot of stuff uh, to break down still. We'll get into the final four with big card Julio, Julio Rosario, former play by play voice of the Chicago State. Uh, what are they, the Cougars? Chicago State. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, ah, yeah, I ah. Mean, they're the Cougars, aren't they? I think they're the Cougars. Now, now I'm going to have to, like, now it's bothering me. Pretty sure they're the freaking Cougars, but what the hell do I know? Um, he's the Windy City Bull play-by-play voice. I know that. And I also know he likes to bet. Legally, of course. Legally. <laughs> Frank Schwab likes to bet as well. Yahoo Sports. Let's get Schwab, baby. Uh, Frank Schwab's going to step up and in. Angelo's Zara We'll kick it with us. We'll talk some MLS soccer. Get some best bets. Uh, Rocking and rolling. So I hate to be the mainstream media guy that talks about the same crap that everybody talks about. But... I'm going to be the mainstream media guy and the first one to say it. Like, Shohei Ohtani tonight. So you're you're Ohtani. You're coming off the buzz and the high of playing in a World Baseball Classic with a bunch of players that you respect, your countrymen, you know, your world champions, you're playing the, uh, baseball at an elite level. You're a free agent. You're trying to be optimistic about staying with the Angels, potentially. We all know that, you know. Listen, man, if the Angels are 42 and 14 – Then the Otani trade talk dies down. Maybe there's an extension. Maybe he's like, man, we're we're broken through. We're winning. I got no reason to leave. If the Angels are like, you know, if the Angels are 20 and 38 or something like that, then they're going to have a problem. And if you're Otani, how the hell does it not cross your mind already thinking, oh, my God, we just played the Oakland A's. I had 10 strikeouts and we still lose the game. You know, like I said, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. And I guess the real question is, where the hell is Otani going to end up? Because he's not going to stay with the Angels. The late night anger management class. will break that down and more. Final Four. This is Fort Rage. I am Renzi. Vet your
3: rage.
0: producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire
1: knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career.
2: The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need.
1: Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: You might be right, it's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems.
6: Passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. I can't bear this any longer. I'm leaving.
5: Late night aggro match for class His portrait. I am Gabriel Ramsey. Right, we're trying to give some baseball lessons and some uh, some tips and stuff like that. Great to have baseball back. Great memories. Like I said, I've been doing this uh, 21 years uh, in sports uh, media. I've been batting for a hell of a lot longer uh, before I was in a metal band. Um, and I've done some cool things in metal bands. Like, you know, I lived in Hollywood. I played with King Diamond, Merciful Fate, Anvil, Death, Chuck, um, you? Million bands and stuff like you know, a lot of great experiences, great experiences on TV and radio and stuff. But I gotta tell you, amongst my favorite time was doing Major League Baseball. So now that baseball's back, I sort of had a lot of memories today. I'm thinking about that and this. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's we had Trent Rush on the other night, he does the Angels post game show. I'm telling you what, it's, it is really super cool. I used to show up at the park at like three in the afternoon. Basically, you know, you can only get in at 3 o'clock, so I used to get in, I used to show up at like 3 o'clock and uh, hang around like the clubhouse, talk to the players, get a feel for the game, get information, because I was a post-game show host, I'd go into the visiting clubhouse, I'd interview the visiting manager, um, some of them were really cool, some of them were jerks, you know what I mean, everything else in between, really funny stories and stuff like that. Got told to F off by a bunch of big name baseball players and managers (laughs) and stuff. Um, But then, you know what I mean? Then, you know, you eat dinner in the press box and um, you watch the game. Then I would come on and I'd do the post game show from the stadium. I'd do it in the play by play booth. So after the game, the play by play guys would leave and I'd sit down and do the play by, do the, the post game show. And then I'd do Sports Rage after the post game show. My voice would echo through the stadium. And they would tell me, like, players would tell me that they could hear what I was saying about them. <laughs> Let's bring Julio in. <laughs> I'm sure, Julio, like, you know, you do, you do play-by-play, so I'm sure players can hear you sometimes courtside, but you're not ripping them because you're a play-by-play guy, right? So you're not ripping them. But I used to, like, rip players and stuff. <laughs> and my voice, bro, would, like, echo through, like, Olympic Stadium. You know what I mean? So, like, some players stay late after games and stuff. Like, they hang around in the clubhouse. They don't leave. Like, people, like, should, like, I'll be real. Like, a clubhouse after a game can sometimes turn into, like, a crazy, like, frat house party type thing. And uh, so a lot of dudes stay and stuff. And people would tell me, they were like, Rancy, we can freaking hear you, like, in the tunnel, in the dugout, in the clubhouse. Like, your voice (laughs) echoes through the stadium. You're so loud. But it's just great, great times being around the game. But I was like Pete Rose. It was funny, because and I was even betting on the same the Pete Rose phone. Pete Rose was with the Expos, and he used to bet on this payphone, and I used to bet on the same payphone. This is like the old days, right? There were cell phones, but it was still payphones everywhere. There was a payphone where you did your nefarious business on, and uh, man, there were some nights, bro. Like I was like, it was really like um, it was a real lesson for me in my career. Like I'd, I'd lose big money on a game and stuff. Like, I'd bet against the Expos sometimes, (laughs) and the Expos would, like, win. And I'm taking all these calls, man, and everyone's calling in. They're all happy oh what a great comeback and i'm like yeah yeah it's effing great imagine julio <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm like yeah yeah it's great yeah it's great they came back man and instead like it would turn into i wouldn't talk about the expos i would rip the phillies i'd be like i can't out know, this philly team no wonder they suck they blew a four nothing lead <laughs> i just turned it into like my own personal let's bash the visiting team <laughs> for losing and uh, it was a funny experience julio but it was fun too when I. I'd have them right, and they'd win, and then come back, and like it was. It was. I gotta tell you, listen, you've done. You're doing play-by-play, so you know live sports is a kick. But I'm telling you, nothing beat doing a Major League Baseball post-game show from the stadium and stuff every night. Julio, it was a great life.
4: Oh, I can imagine, Gabe. Hope you're doing well. Hope everyone listening except here, the pace son. Well, <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> <real>. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the, you know, except that, living. look. Well, you, you, you talk about just baseball. A lot of broadcast, a lot of play-by-play guys aspire to do Major League Baseball, even if it is with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, who aren't <laughs> doing any road games this season, not even to Oakland. So, uh, it, it, baseball is a, it, a beautiful game. It's a long marathon. It's a great companion sport. I love baseball on the radio. That's the uh, new thing, talking-
5: Julio. So I was yeah. going to say, but that's the new thing. That's what the pandemic did. You know what's funny? Um, Sportsnet. All right, so Sportsnet bid like six billion dollars for the rights to the NHL. Okay, uh, for for like the uh, Canadian rights. That's crazy because the the ESPN rights are like two billion or something, three billion. But like the NHL is massive in Canada, right? So it's like an ATM machine. So, but the thing is, the the rival Julio Bell and TSN slash ESPN, who are the same owners, whatever, so the parent company, whatever. They went up to like $4 billion, right? And they were like, you know, whatever. No, we're out. You know what I mean? That's it. And Sportsnet came along and said, yeah, well, we want to crush these guys, so we'll pay like $5.8 billion or something like that. And the Bell guys were actually smart, knowing you can't make money. Like, you're just, you're not going to, you can't make money when you pay that much. So years ago, after they did this, They promised the best NHL coverage ever, and you're going to see every game. Yeah, whatever, man. Like, a year in, they were like, holy crap, man, we're never going to get $6 billion back. That's a lot of hockey ads. Hockey's only, like, you know what I mean? Like It's a lot of, like, all right, like, how do we get your $6 billion back now? So they came up with the idea of not sending play-by-play people. And they told the NHL, they said, listen, we're not going to send anyone to the Stanley Cup we're going to do it in the playoffs. Like, in the whole playoffs, we're going to do it from the studio. And Bettman told him, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're in no, no way. He said, that's not, you can't do this. You're not allowed doing that. Well, now, Julio, they all effing do it, bro. Yeah. And they, tr- and you know what I mean? They all do it. And it was COVID. It's changed. And even now, Julio, like ESPN, big time networks, bro. They just don't tell you. But they're not there, bro. There was, I was watching. I was watching an NBA game the other night, and Buddy admitted it. He goes, "I'm. He goes, I got to be honest, guys. I'm having a hard time on my monitor. I can't tell what the foul was. Point blank. A lot of guys, they're not there.
4: Networks aren't ashamed of doing it anymore, Julio. They just don't tell you. You, you brought up a great point about information. You go into the clubhouse. You're talking to players. You're you're, get, you're getting intel that you yeah. can use in your broadcast. That's why, even as a play-by-play guy and someone who likes to bet on sports. I listen to the radio broadcasts because that's where they'll tell you information. They've got time to fill. They have to tell you information.
5: Well, the great and- broadcasters, uh, Julio, you know this, right? And the great play by play guys, those are the guys that are like calling the information directors, right? Literally. Correct. Yeah. What, what's yep. his mother's name? Where did he grow up? Yeah. What did he do? Yeah. Did he, did he play played golf when he was a kid? Play tennis? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and. Yep they know everything they know everything about everything like the best guys I know I've been in the business and I guys have told me they said man this guy is nuts this guy calls them and like knows like what you know knows high school stories and he's like guy will call like a high school coach just to get some anecdotes like but when he was a kid like Vince Gully, you know what I mean Vince Scully was just an encyclopedia of stories, right? Well, in 1962 before a game won, Sammy was on the way and he got lost, right? Like, you know, all the stories, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, like, he knows every damn story. And the other thing in real life, and like you said, I was a better, but I didn't go to the clubhouse like, oh, whatever, like it was right. more like just, you know, information and interviewing guys and like, you know, it was super cool, but at the same point in time, if you want to make money in this world, no matter what it is, guys, like, and it's it's sad to say, but we live in such a stupid society, but information and knowledge is king, people. <laughs> like, the more you know, the better about everything. I always, like, hate when someone says, well, why would I know that? That doesn't affect me. Everything affects you. Everything is related. You can know a story about Beethoven. It can help you win a bet if you're smart enough. Bring it.
1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
7: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee Governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore
6: That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree.
5: The late-night anger management class this is his I Ryan gave a Dodgers victorious uh, tonight. Although a uh, Dodger security uh, are going viral. It's always something at Dodger Stadium. Can we go one damn night at Dodger Stadium without someone getting punched or like run over or like tackled? Like, dear God, man. Like, seriously. I always tell people that, like uh, they go to Dodger games. I'm like, hey, uh, like, don't do anything stupid. They're like, well, what's what's gonna happen? I'm like, like, well, a lot of things could happen. I'm just saying, don't do anything stupid. Uh, So this dude tonight, he goes on the field to propose. He went into the outfield to propose He ran. He jumped over the fence He went onto the field, into the outfield He gets on one knee His girlfriend's in the outfield He's in the middle of proposing Everybody's loving it And security comes along The guy's like on one knee And security like just comes flying in With like a Bill, Bill Goldberg spear Julio <laughs> like, like, Takes the dude down Let me retweet this for people that can see it like it was, it was it was a jerk move Um, a jerk move so let me let me retweet this follow me on twitter at uh, sports rage i see oh this is barstool sports and we'll get to the barstool sports marcus strowman marcus strowman called Portnoy a proud boy tonight on twitter it's getting <laughs> personal I know. I, I know we should all be laughing but Hey, Julio, well, all can you not laugh when I just said that?
4: <laughs> I, I, it, it's funny. I, I, I love a good feud. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Marcus Stroman hey. backed it up today with a win.
5: No, no, exactly right. Hey, listen, the Barstool guys give it, and Stroman's like, all right, you know what I mean? I'm going to come back at you, you know what I'm saying? Portnoy tweeted out, I'll get the exact tweet. Let me let me get this Dodger thing in here first. So this guy's proposing. Let me retweet this. Oh, this is really blowing up. It's already got 292,000. Uh, <laughs> so, dude's on one knee proposing, right? He's not hurting anybody. And, in fact, the D-backs are, like, warming up in between innings around him. And, like, <laughs> so he runs out. He gets on one knee. He proposes. Security comes flying in. Like, it took a little while. He's on his knee. Took about, like, 30, 40 seconds or so for security to get there. But security comes and, like, holy totally flattens the dude. Except the guy's like blindsides the guy on one knee, flattens him, I just retweeted it. And (laughs) there's another angle, people are like, there's a million angles, there's gonna be more angles coming, but there's fan cams with fan cameras. So there's another angle here, where Buddy, who is this on Arizona? (laughs) When Buddy is proposing, Buddy on Arizona is enjoying it. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like cheering to the crowd. And he's like, man, he's like, yeah, this is great. Like, Buddy's proposing. Like, he doesn't have a problem with Buddy on the field. And security him about. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, the guy, <laughs> he's going to become a hero, this guy. I don't even know who it is. I got I to I see who this is. It's too good. Have you seen this? I don't know if you can check on your phone, if you're in front of a computer right now. It's too good. My take on this: Number one, security, you're a jackass. Yeah, you're doing your job, but there's a. This is one. This is the deal with power-hungry people. And like, you know what I mean? Like, not all cops are bad. Not all security people are bad. Not all security guards are bad. Not everybody in a. You know what I mean? The TSA, etc. But when you get people that like like being jerks, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean, Julio? Like. I, know, you know what I mean, not yeah. every cop wants to be a jerk, but listen, you were going 118 miles an hour, dumbass. So I'm not being a jerk. This is reality. You know, but you know, you got the undercut. Listen, you were going 56 or like your taillight looked a little light there. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like you can tell when someone enjoys being a jerk and someone's just doing their job. Right. Like. All you got The guy's on his knee. All you got to do is go up and go, listen, hey, hey, listen, buddy, you, you can't do this, right? And you pick him up and you walk him off the field and you fine him, you arrest him, whatever the hell you're going to do, you do it. You don't need to light the guy up. If the guy's running around with a knife, shoot him. I don't care. I said, remember right. Matthias last year with the soccer stuff where all these people running on the field? What did I say? I said, shoot them. <laughs> I said, you can't have 300 hooligans running on the pitch all the time, punching referees. I said,
4: shoot someone. Right, like, I'm dead serious. Yeah, this,
5: you see this, seen this video
4: game? Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it right now. A great tackle by the security guard. Complete <laughs> jerk. Looks like the guy to try out for the Rams special teams unit. The security guard. Yeah, like, you you can agree. tell the
5: guy played football. You're definitely right. This guy played
4: college ball. Security yeah, guard. Like, know, good job, buddy. He was probably all district at some Southern California high school. I'm I'm <laughs> sure, but uh, <laughs> look, the proper thing to do. I agree. The security let the guy finish, just pat him on the back, and say, "All right, buddy, we gotta go." Dude, they uh, jumped on him like a terrorist. And, the the other two security come and jump on him and handcuff him. Yeah, that's. Uh, the, there's always a few bad apples in every. Fort, I wonder if the right? ring is in the yeah. outfield? That's a good question. It's probably stuck in the um, left center field grass. Near the. No, that's a jerk move. Time.
5: Like I said, like if somebody's a threat, then take them out. But if some dude is proposing on opening night and even the D-back players are 20 feet away watching and smiling, is there really a need to light the guy up like that, like a spliff? <laughs> like, like, and I'm sure the security, oh, yeah, what a great tackle. Dude, you tackled, you blindsided a guy on one knee. The guy was on one knee already. He really did spear him like Goldberg's. Like he came in, man. Boom. He came flying in. Absolutely. You, know, you, see, you see the ring. You see the ring go flying off his hand, Gabe. That's, <laughs> oh, that's what man. I'm He's saying. Lying there. He's just lying there on the grass, Gabe. Yeah, and they picked them up and they walked away, right? Like, uh, yeah, don't, later, don't forget Dude. about the ring, guys. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Like some, oh, like yeah. so. The ring is in the outfield, like I said. It's getting stepped on and stuff. Like, you know what? I bet you I we got to find out what happened. Like I said, what happened? Where's the ring? All right? Like, what happened to the ring? He got lit up. Where's the ring? And. After all this, like if I'm the D box and the Dodgers and stuff, I'm hooking the guy up, Julio. You'd you know what I mean? So. I'm gonna say best of luck with your wedding. We're paying for your honeymoon or whatever. Here's here's here's, here's you know whatever. <laughs> you know, like, dude, they're super rich. Who cares if every player just put in 200 bucks? Say, here's 10 grand. Take your take your girlfriend on a nice vacation.
4: Exactly. <laughs> Get after per DM, up. money. Just give them just give them your per diem for the day. Probably a couple hundred bucks. And dude, those per diems, man. Okay. Those guys, did, like I said, they're living a the dream, Julio. Like
5: the Perdeem. When the Expos played in Puerto Rico, man, they, they, they played like 23 games in Puerto Rico. Um, the union, the Major League Baseball union said, yeah, 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 yeah. If we're going to Puerto Rico, like there's going to be like, um, there's going to be uh, extra money involved in this. <laughs> right? Like Basically about like Perdeems and stuff like that. Like that's, that they're strong the union, right? So long story short, they got $2,500 a day extra.
4: Man.
5: All right. But the thing in, is, this in, is, this is this is like Puerto Rico Puerto yeah. Rico, no no taxes too, so that's Well, this is like and this is like eighteen years ago, so you know I mean it was whatever. And the thing is, like the Expos had a bunch of young dudes on the team that weren't like making a ton of money. You know what I mean? They had a lot of minimum wage guys. They they were leaving and the major league baseball didn't want to pay anyone. So like they didn't have a big payroll. So they they liked the extra money, but it was funny, even these guys, Julio. Dude, I was with a guy, and he pulled it out of his locker, and he showed me an envelope, and it was just stacked, Julio, of money. And I'm like, why are you showing me this? But he, and he shows me. He goes, you know what this is? He goes, that's all the per diem money they gave us extra for playing in Puerto Rico. And he had, like, all in one envelope. And uh, he goes, I'm... He goes, I'm going to the casino tonight with it. (laughs) So like, like that's a real mature, but that's what he was doing. And he told me, he goes, man, he goes, it was great in Puerto Rico. There was a casino right in our hotel. (laughs) He goes, yeah, we're doing a pretty, but he took me out for drinks with the money, though. He he did take me out for some drinks. Uh, Cool dude. So who the hell was that guy in Arizona? It's bothering me. I got to figure it out. Uh, Dodgers win A2. Julio, how about them White Sox, baby? How about Dylan Cease?
4: Dylan Cease, man, I, I, he was a guy a few years ago where you knew he had the stuff, but did he have it in the head? He was a, At times, he would have just broken down after the fifth or sixth inning. Kind of reminded me of Javier Vasquez, a former White Sox, former Expo who had Cy Young-type stuff, but would break down in the later innings. But the last two seasons, and starting tonight, he's clearly the ace for the White Sox. If, he, if you're going to be playing the White Sox on a Dylan Cease night, you've got to take his overs on the strikeout props. Uh, tip, tip my cap to him. He uh, he, he held the Astros to uh, to a low number tonight, and Sox were able to to get the come from behind victory. But Dylan Cease looked really good tonight.
5: now unbelievable. I brought it up earlier, Julio. Only the fourth pitcher in Major League Baseball history. That's saying something. Been playing a long time. Only the fourth pitcher in Major League Baseball history to have 10 strikeouts and zero walks on opening day. That's that's a dominant, that's a Cy Young type yeah. of uh, statement. Cy Young statement right there. I'm high on the White Sox this year, Julio, and, you know, a lot of people aren't. Like, you know, we keep hearing about the Guardians, and, you know, the trendy team is is the Twins, but I think the White Sox at plus 300 is a good bet. I think it's good value uh, to win win the division. You're the White Sox uh, fan. You're in Chicago. What's your take on the White Sox? You like them to go over 83 and a half? Yeah, absolutely. I like
4: them to go over the number, get to 86 wins. I think they win the division. A lot of value coming into the White Sox this season. All
5: right, we got Julio's uh, final four picks. Talk some MLS uh, best bets as well. Uh, Luis Guriel Jr., Yeah, Luis is a nice guy. They should go visit the guy in jail now. Go bail him out.
3: (laughs) SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
4: Welcome to the bullpen,
5: Derek. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey rink. Sort of soccer hockey.
2: Boy, that's an interesting
5: combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. <laughs> Baseball is back. This is Sports Rage. MLS is back. MLS is always back. Their season's like uh, 11 and a half months. <laughs> like, it just it just is. Boston Bruins, yeah, the Boston Bruins always win. They were trailing uh, tonight, but whatever. It was still like minus 220 in-game even when they were down. A lot of first today. Garrett Coles, the first player with six uh, strikeouts in the first two innings of his team's season opener since 1957. Uh, which is as far as back as these stats go. Actually, Elias Sports Bureau goes back to 1957. I wonder if there's all these like uh, crazy records that happened that we don't know about because of like, well, they didn't, you know, even like sacks. They didn't, you know what I mean? They didn't even track sacks in football. Um, with his 10th uh, strikeout of the afternoon, Cole set the record for strikeouts in a season opener in Yankee history. And oh, that's it. Book the parade on Broadway. Here they come. Here come the Yankees i tell you what, though, uh, the Blue Jays, Blue Jays, victorious. It was a wild uh, wild game, wild day today, baseball. All right, we're going to bring in Angelo Zara, talk some soccer momentarily. Uh, Julio, Final Four, what do you got for us? Who do you like,
4: Julio? Look, a team that's won 30 games in the regular season, I think they deserve to be in the Final Four. I'll, I'll go with Florida Atlantic to beat. San Diego stayed on the money line plus one thirty, and I'm um, willing to roll the dice under one forty nine. Yukon Miami, Whoa. under, huh? You know me, Gabe. I I, I love torture, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll take a shot at this under here. <laughs>
5: I, you know, I just think it's going to be such a track meet. So, who do you have winning the national championship, Julio?
4: Oh man, I think I, I think it's going to be chalk, and we'll go with uh, the Connecticut Huskies.
5: The Connecticut Huskies, I agree. I think it's going to be the Connecticut Huskies uh, as well. Angelo Zara steps up and in. Angelo, always a pleasure. How you doing tonight?
8: Yeah, it's going good. Gabe, thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure.
5: Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Final four, you care before we get into the soccer? Do you care to throw a final four prediction, or you want to get right to the soccer, Angela?
8: Uh, I'll be honest with you. I haven't followed much of the final four this year. It's just kind of been one of those things I haven't watched, but I'll be definitely tuning in, so I'll be telling whatever you guys have to play.
5: Uh, Julio says the under, I say the over, so it's yours. <laughs> I could uh, make, make your decision now, but uh, I'll, I'll flip a uh, coin. <laughs> what about baseball? You bet baseball, or you just stick to soccer for the most part? I know you bet the WBC a bit, but do you, do you bet hockey? Do you bet any other sports besides soccer?
8: Yeah, I like betting hockey and baseball, not even just MLB. I noticed uh, later tonight we got the Japanese baseball going off, and KBO starts tomorrow night also, so I'll be tapping into that a bit.
5: Hey, you know what? We got a good call. We got to figure out when that Sasaki Great guy call. is pitching. Hey, <laughs> remember the, the Japanese kid, the twenty-one-year-old that pitched uh, nineteen yeah. or whatever, that pitched in the WBC twenty-nineteen, whatever. The
4: hell he was uh, in you the think, semifinal. We, you think we're, we? Th- you think there's a book that has uh, strikeout props uh, in the Japanese uh, <laughs> in the Japanese league? I think now you might be pushing it. <laughs> you know what? I want
5: actually is I'm looking for props here. Some books have them, actually. Not everyone does. And this whole thing, too, even with FanDuel, it's weird with college props. It's like some states don't have them, right? Like right. Um, New York won't. It's weird. New York didn't. You can't bet, like, an over-under college basketball player or football player prop in New York, but you can in New Jersey. <laughs> but you can in Colorado. Like, Colorado, you can't. I don't know. Can't you buy like heroin or something in Colorado? <laughs> but you can't.
4: <laughs> you could can buy weeded mushrooms in Colorado, but you mushrooms, can't huh? bet Colorado Buffalo's player props. You yeah, that. that's
5: what I'm saying. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't know. Like if you can, if you're taking a bet on the damn game, I don't know. Man, they think you know. What I mean, they're always overly paranoid with this stuff. But I'm just saying. So I was just gonna say, um, NCAA women's tournament player props, Julio. How do you feel about that? Uh, You you got me intrigued now, Gabe. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know. Coach James Young was dropping this stuff today on us. (laughs) (laughs) Parlay could grow, I'm sure. Come on, man. All right. See, I don't don't have player props. Hopefully I will tomorrow. I want to get a piece of Kate and Clark uh, tomorrow. And just for the record, guys, we're going to hit this on a TV show tomorrow before the game starts. So we have LSU minus two against Virginia Tech. Uh, the total is 133.5. And a half. Uh, we've got Iowa versus uh, the unbelievable South Carolina Gamecock women's basketball team that are, what, 36 and 0 now. Uh, they're laying 12 points to, to, to Iowa. And Caitlin Clark, if you guys haven't seen Caitlin Clark play, you got to watch this girl play basketball. It's unbelievable. Total is 149.5 there. I tell you what, as good as South Carolina are, they beat Maryland by 11. And I think this number might be a little bit lofty because of their thirty six and all record. Like I said, this Caitlin Clark girl is unbelievable, guys. One of the best players ever. And um, you're getting twelve points. I think they can hang around. Are
4: you betting this stuff, Julio? Uh, I, I will tell that pick. I have not been betting as uh, the, the women's game as much. Uh, a lot of the books over the regular season were just uh, posting live odds. So you I've bet got my eyes on soccer. My- Come on, Julio. I do. I bet D- women's soccer, women's field hockey, uh, women's softball, but uh, women's college troops, I did not get into it this year. But hey, I will tail your picks, though, this weekend. For shame. Yeah, no, I'm
5: telling you. And uh, now just look around, too, not just me. You, you'll see. South Carolina really good, but Iowa can freaking score. This game's going to be a track meet. All right, let's get into the MLS. And um, I got to tell you what, Angelo. Time and time and time again, it's unbelievable with the Vancouver Whitecaps. Listen, they haven't won a damn game yet, but they scored in every game. So the Whitecaps guys uh, have played uh, five games, and both teams have scored in every one of them. It's just been—it's just been money, and I have no reason to believe that it won't happen again. Although I'm going to call it right now, Angelo, the Vancouver Whitecaps win their first game of the year on Saturday when they host CF Montreal I think the white caps are gonna get it done and I actually do think um, I do think the white caps win at plus 115 do you think Montreal score in this game though or will Vancouver pitch a shutout for once in this match I do like the caps plus 115 what's your pick Angelo
8: yeah, I'm reading your mail here, Gabe. I got the weight caps on the money line plus one fifteen and yeah, Vancouver they like to score at home, any of their last ten games uh, BC placed the over two and a half goals has hit. And between Vancouver and Montreal uh has featured an average of three point three three goals being scored, so I think this game has overridden all over it. I think Montreal could find a back of the net in this one.
5: You know, we all expected Montreal to struggle and they have struggled this my, my only concern about this match actually is Julio as far as I think Vancouver are gonna win. And we talked about how it's five and oh. That's unbelievable, Julio. Five and oh with uh, both teams to score uh with the White Caps. But without being stated, the um Montreal have only scored three goals in, in, in four games. They have a hard time scoring Montreal.
4: Let's roll the dice and take the white the the home side white caps at uh, plus one ten Rather than, I would agree, I could see it being 2 one wide caps, but let's just lay off the juice and go for the straight home win.
5: All right, so, Angelo, what are you looking at this week? MLS soccer.
8: Uh, I'm looking at TFC against Charlotte. I, go, I like TFC on the money line here, plus 105. Uh, last year, Toronto, they had Charlotte's. I don't know, we can't live in the past, but tor- Toronto had uh, Charlotte's number last year. They beat them four nothing at BMO, and they also beat them two nothing on the road. So Charlotte hasn't even scored a goal against Bob, Brad- Bob Bradley's side here. So I think I'm just going to continue the roll here with Toronto FC, and I haven't looked at the weather. If it's a you know winter Toronto Mar- or early April game, I think um, I would give the advantage to Toronto there. And I'm also looking at LA Galaxy and Seattle Sounders. LA to win or draw, and under three and a half goals at minus 115.
5: Julio, I'm looking at the St. Louis team. How the hell are they doing this, Julio? It's unbelievable. And they're not just doing this. You want to talk about overs. Uh, They beat Austin 3-2. They beat Charlotte 3-1. They beat Portland 2-1. They beat San Jose 3-0. They beat uh, Real Salt Lake 4-0. I mean, they're not—they're not—they're not just winning games, guys. They're drilling teams. How the hell do we not like St. Louis to beat Minnesota, guys? I'll throw it to you first, Julio. This one jumps off the screen at me.
4: Absolutely, Gabe. I mean, this is a side with uh, with some German background to uh, their front office, and German football is attack, 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 goals, goals, goals. So uh, St. Louis have been doing very well this year. Minus one thirty. Shop around for the best price, but let's take the home side. I'm also going to take the over two and a half goals. Right? I could see a two one or three 0
5: Angelo, they're five and zero oh to the over two and a half this uh, this club this year. St. Louis.
8: I know. I feel like I'm going to if I bet St. Louis this weekend, and I might mush up because I've been against <laughs> not betting against them, but I bet against them the first couple of times and then I just laid off them. So I don't want to be the musher, but I totally agree what you guys are saying.
5: You know it was like last week um you know Austin was a short price um, but um you know it, it ended up um it ended up burning us uh what it was all said and done but I really do like the white caps this week I, you know what they they haven't played poorly there's a difference between not winning and uh you know and and just not having good luck giving up late goals look they're they've they've given up seven goals in five games it's pretty good and they've scored five goals, right? They just have a hard time closing it out. But I get the feeling that uh, Saturday night it happens. White Caps win. What are you looking at, uh, Julio? What catches your eye this week in the MLS? Chicago Fire,
4: DC United over two and a half goals minus one twenty. And I've been uh, I've been harsh on the Colorado Rapids. Was uh, was impressed with the result in Austin last week. Let's roll the dice yeah, yes, with the home one that <laughs> Plus two twenty. I'll go with the home dog in Colorado to get three points against LAFC.
5: Philadelphia Union, Angelo, minus one sixty seven against Sporting Kansas City. Uh, you know, people thought people thought that Philadelphia might struggle uh, a little bit uh, this year. What's your take uh, on this matchup against Kansas City, Angelo?
8: Yeah, they're not a. Uh playing to the clip they were last year, but they're still doing it right. I think when I look at this game, I think I'm going to sit out on it, but I'm, it's an in-game opportunity for me. So I'm kind of hoping we see a nail-nail game, like at the 30th minute mark, maybe get Philadelphia money line to go down a bit and maybe get a better price, and then I'll jump all over it, because I, I have no faith in supporting Kansas City to do anything on the road. They've been a horrible road team the last few years here so as i said like i think i'm gonna just jump in in game opportunities for philadelphia here all
4: right we'll get some euro best bets on the other
5: side man new england are rolling so far this year as well four oh and one yet they played a lot of close matches we've been hitting the mls pretty good actually i've just been focusing on a few teams and it's been working for me best bets on the other side bring it
1: Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly...
6: Patients who can see.
1: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today—
5: Late Night Hanger Man for Across Sports Ranch. I am We're going to nail down some MLS bets uh, for you tomorrow night. Let's take a look at the uh, Elite Euro uh, list and the games that are uh, coming up in the uh, in the next uh, couple of hours. And uh, there's always a full slate of soccer every Friday, so let's uh, let's do this thing. Um, let's start off actually um, in Germany. Julio, you going to play some Bundesliga action here? What are you looking at?
4: Uh, indeed I am, Gabe. I will do uh, Frankfurt minus uh, a half a goal. And over – actually, I'll do over two and a half goals, minus 140. Frankfurt and uh, – I don't even want to butcher this team's name. So Eintracht Frankfurt over two and a half goals. Is it Bokum? Uh Bauckham, actually, there you go. I think. <laughs> Eintracht
5: Frankfurt? Bochum. Bochum, Harem. Um – Uh, Eintracht uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, they're minus 200. They should win this match, actually. I think they do. I think it's good parlay material, but Julio's just going to lay the half a goal. What's your take?
8: Yeah, I like it too, Gabe. Uh, I think it's parlay material.
5: Marseille and uh, Montpellier. Montpellier. Marseille are minus 223 here, Julio. You like this in a parlay? Julio... uh, Oh God! I just clicked this thing, and now they, they want to
4: authorize me. Yeah, great. That was my mistake. I've had—I've had a tricky time with uh, uh, League on in France. So uh, <laughs> it's usually a league I, I stay away from. <laughs> it hasn't been good to me. It hasn't right. been good to me. What are your What are your best Euro bets? What do you got for us? Uh, Let's do uh, first uh, in uh, Syria, uh, Juventus and under three-and-a-half goals against Verona, minus 120. Barcelona and under three-and-a-half goals against Elche at even money. And uh, Manchester City actually whoa 160 to beat Nottingham Forest.
5: Big card, Julio. Good stuff, uh, Julio. It's always a pleasure, my man. Take care, guys. Have a good weekend. All right, we'll get Angelo's uh, best Euro bets on the other side, and then we'll take a look at tomorrow's baseball card and more. we got Frank Schwab stepping up and in from Yahoo Sports. This is SportsRate.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas.